should um, stop streaming. Yes. And we are live. Amazing. All right, welcome everyone to the second slightly technically glitchy um, <laughs> Ideas Made podcast stream. Also our Beer Friday. Chin chin. Cheers. 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 I'm not, you can't cheers water. It's bad luck. It's bad luck. Um, so we're going to do a slightly different format. Instead of a kind of a knowledge share, we're just going to talk about the news and things. If you see us looking up the way, it's not because we're all uh, a bit special. It's because there is a television screen above this camera that you can see where all of our news is. Um, so we've just watched Whiteboard Friday there. Uh, we've took some notes. Um, it was interesting. There's a lot of talking points on it. Um, let's have a look, shall we? So it was about link building. Something that we do quite, you say we do quite a bit of that, don't we, Stu? Sure? Well, link building. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many links did we build uh, last year, roughly? Uh, I think 1,200 or something. 1,200. So we do about 100 to 150 monthly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which for you black cats out there sounds like lame sauce. <laughs> but these are like. BBC type. Yeah, they're high-end. They're, they're, they're pretty decent uh, quality links. Um, most of the time. Most of the time. So <laughs> the first thing they were talking about was um, you should ask your mates for uh, links on their sites. What's your thoughts on asking your mates? Or asking employees, sorry. So you have, you have websites. <laughs> It depends on the context, but no, I, I don't know. Um, What's your... So if you've, how many sites do you have? Um, six or seven. Six or seven. So would that not be seven epic links for the company? Why, why do you hate us? Why, won't you <laughs> why can't I get a link from you? feel like they'd be relevant links. Uh-huh, why not? Because it's all... Just the topics might be a bit... What, what, are the... <laughs> <laughs> what are the topics? Uh, there's a couple of travel sites. Yeah. In there. Yeah. Anything else? And there's else we need to know about? Coffee site. In there. Yeah, but coffee. Yeah, coffee's on point. Yeah, coffee's near. Yeah. Okay, we'll just leave it there. We'll leave it there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You've got some sites, but you've definitely got some sites. We're not allowed to talk about them, really, are we? Um, there's one you're allowed to talk about. Is that the main yeah. one? Yeah. Right. So pretty but, has got some mental, like seriously high end. Say, why can't we talk about it? Because she's using the money to build her Doctor Evil Leia, <laughs> and she doesn't want the government catching on that uh, she's making millions of pounds on the side. Oh, um, what about the what about the other stuff? The other one, well, one's a master website. So, oh, and I put my bio on there. I've just not changed it, so I need to change it. And That's why we're not ranking for SEO agency, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, I don't mind if it's. In context, I think if again, yeah, I think it'll recognise the author more than anything else. And mm. probably, I don't know how it helps because they don't have the authorship anymore. But, That's a good point. Yeah. But if you type in your name, maybe I don't know ideas may come up. Or we were looking at something yesterday and typed in my name and someone else came up. Yeah. Um, it's just everything that you're related to, or everything that you blog about, or 
even Instagram or Twitter, that comes up. It's pulling from somewhere. It's all related, yeah. So, on that note, have you, when's the last thing you Googled yourself? Mm. I'm not just doing this to Google. We me. did it. I did like, check it out pretty yesterday. Some interesting images. So I literally Google myself on a regular basis. I think. I don't know what that says about you, mate. That I'm a massive <laughs> narcissistic weirdo. And I'm doing it again. So that's fair enough because that's Google. Plus. Yeah. This is. Look at that stupid smug face. A face you're going to get sick The second one in. That one? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so. This, oh no, a teenage prodigy, nice face, <laughs> lovely. Um, that was, so I took that outside my parents' back garden, I got a, a bed sheet and I hung it up on the line, which was green, and I took a, I got a tripod, took a picture of my, took a picture of myself, my dad was literally at the window, chapping the window and going, hey, twat, what you're, are you a doing? you're a wanker. What's wrong with your tie? <laughs> <laughs> And um, I then, that was my first little portrait. I mean, that's lovely, man. That's like black and white. It's got, there's a little, you know, a little gradient at the back there, you know, the yeah, light at the back. That's it, the like, halo effect. Yeah. Nice I mean, haircut. That's some serious, <laughs> that's my mum's kitchen. But I don't really own this SERP. No. Best Link Building Taxes in 2013. That's yeah. how fresh my content is. <laughs> but it is important to own your SERPs. I think we're probably getting away from the, away from the point a little bit. But no, you were saying about links from personal sites yeah for client gain or for what what gain so they said for your own so if you run a business ask your staff if they've got sites and if they do ask them to link yeah i think you're already asking them to come in from nine to five and constantly pummeling them with tons of work so i think ask them to then yeah use their own personal gigs for your gain is a bit of a wank move yeah exactly I think unless it that is being relevant. said, everyone needs to link to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your contract. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving swiftly onwards. The next thing she talked about was directories, which as soon as this happened, I was like, lame. Yeah. Um, that being said, for one of our hospitality clients, um, they get about 15% of all revenue from a wedding directory. Hmm. No word of a lie. They pay 10 grand a year for it. Yeah, I think if you can tap into that one wedding photography resource where people go and that's how the user is searching by looking at directories, then that could be a winner. But I don't think I've ever used a directory for finding out anything. Mm. Use a directory? I feel, I don't know, I mean, maybe that's just the way that I'm geared, but I don't, I would never really use a directory personally. Every year I get a yellow pages sent to my flat, and every year it gets smaller. And so it used to be this, you know, it used yeah. to be like, the, their ads used to be people standing on the yellow pages to like, mm. kiss people. Mm. Like that was like the whole thing. It was like, you'd use it literally as a step if yeah. it was that big. Now it's just a tiny little pamphlet. Um, I actually take a picture of the yellow pages thing and I tweet at, yell.com just with wall and a picture of <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's harsh yeah, um, but incredibly true um all right so directories sparingly probably work in some uh, places um they were talking about the name address phone number stuff so they said google your client's email address minus the site operator and your clients your competitors number minus the site operator um to get all the directories that they are 
listed on. Yeah. I remember back in the day, one of the things we used to do for local to boost it. So you remember it's like anytime the phone number's mentioned, anytime the address is mentioned, the business that's like a that's like a signal. Mm. So the more that could be in, you know, business directories, whatever, the better you would do in local. Um, one of the guys, and this was way before this agency ever existed, way before I even got into it, when I cut my teeth as a black hat, we'd use Scrapebox to comment spam, mm. but we wouldn't be doing it for the link, we'd be doing it for the comment, so as long as the comment went live and it had, it just had the person's phone number and address in it, Yeah. all of our local clients were number one across the board. So it worked really well. It did work really well. I don't know what they're like now, because uh, it's not a very ethical practice, but... <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Um, tech link building, they talked about reclamation. We do a bit of that. Yeah, we're quite good at that. They talked about Google Alerts in particular. Um, I don't like Google Alerts. No. Uh, it's just a bit... It was broken at one point. Yeah, for a long time it didn't work for me. I think everything that she was talking about felt quite manual and assuming that you weren't using paid tools. Do you think it was... I, to be fair to the person presenting it, I think it was a good presentation. It's it's probably aimed at small business people. Yeah. Um, not for them. Not SEOs. Yeah, like we're doing industrial scaled yeah. SEO. We need like tons and tons of data. Um, do you want to go through our process for reclamation? Just quickly. Yeah, so we would uh, we monitor brand mentions and then... What's, what, 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 what's the tools and stuff? So we use... A tool called Mention, which would basically monitor a keyword, and then we would download that and then use Scrapebox to check whether those links have been mentioned. Sorry, if those mentions have been linked back to the, the client. Yes. And then if they haven't, we would reach out to them and say, please give you that link. Sounds quite simple, but there's actually quite a lot of stages involved with that. Yeah. Um, so we have a client. A uh, sizable client, um, high five-figure uh, retainer. We do a day a week per member, so we're doing like ten, we're doing forty days, we're doing forty days monthly of outreach. Yeah. Um, and what's our output of that? That's we would get sixty links out of that, maybe per month. Mm, yeah, varies seasonal, but yeah. So those links are literally NASDAQ, BBC, yeah. HuffPo, Daily Guardian, Mail, yeah. Guardian. So big stuff. If I'm a small business or if I don't get a lot of press, how can I get stuff out there to... How can I get stuff picked up and syndicated? Is there, major, is there sources that syndicate this stuff that people can start submitting to? What's the? How would you game that system? I think we're lucky that our clients get mentioned quite a lot. I think that's Where does this mean? Is like uh, writers and the AP and stuff like that? Yeah, so I think it completely depends on the client, but for a small business, I'd focus on getting more men brand mentions out there if you want to use that tactic. But that in itself is a challenge. Like how to syndicate your brand name across the internet. I would... <laughs> I think what I would do is I would sign up to be a journalist on something like Yahoo News or the AP or Reuters is a wee bit harder. Mm. Um, CNN have a reported by you section. 
So if you're in the American market, you can sign up to be like a citizen journalist. And you can, so what I'd recommend is start with five good quality news-based articles and start pushing that out. Make sure it is actually newsworthy. Don't, like, no one wants to hear like, yeah, the, like 10 reasons why Essex plumbers are the best <laughs> in the world. Oh, well, well, well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, try and keep it genuine-ish. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's another bit, just like, Another tactic is to be awesome, which I, I just yeah. want to caveat this with. I love America and I love the Americans, but that felt like one of those kind of hyperbolic, yeah. be awesome, fingers crossed. I mean, I struggled to be awesome on a Monday morning for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, likewise. I struggled to be awesome at five o'clock and I'm afraid even I'm dying to go home and <laughs> forcing you guys to sit in here and talk shit about it. <laughs> so, um, that means what make good content. Yeah, I mean, that's obvious, right? It is, but how? I suppose how do you make good content is the question. But let's let's maybe let's do a series about that actually. Yeah, that's a good. Um, we also talked about Harrow. We've got a lot more sources. Do you want to maybe do some talking? What what we use? What, what would you use for reactive stuff? Would you like to do some more talking? <laughs> like, like Harrow, like, remember we set up those... Source bottle. If this, then that filters. Yeah. Response or, source. Yeah. Res- a paid tool. You're a serious media agency, um, you should have something like response source or Gorkana kicking around. Um, they are media databases you get um, actual journalist requests from them. Um, which is good. We've been featured personally in Guardian Small Business. Uh, we've been featured in the Telegraph a bunch of times. So these are good, mm. high authority sites that are directly linking into our product pages, which yeah will hopefully uh, help us out longer term. Harrow Resources. Is, Harrow is pretty good, and Source Bottle, the Aussie one. The Aussie one. Yeah, yeah that that's pretty good. You just got to be on it, and she was saying in the on the uh, video about setting up filters. Because otherwise, if you sign up for every category, you'll get hundreds of emails a day. Yeah. So you need to be pretty vigilant, depending on your niche. And then, if you don't try, if you don't respond to these reactive things, then you, you, you know, you're never going to gain. So you've got to actually put the work in in order to do it. Yeah. I really like um, journalrequest.com, mostly because when that service kicked off, we started using it, and the guys gave us a link on their homepage. I gave them a. <laughs> So one of the a great link building tactic is give testimonials. So on product hunt, I would any SEO tool I would use it straight away, tell them it's amazing, pay for it, and then say, Hey, I've got a testimonial for you. Yeah. Nine times out of ten you put them on the home page, especially to a startup. Nice. So we've now got a home page link from a highly relevant site, um, which is just keeps growing in authority over time. Yeah. And that's really helping us out. So testimonial is a good one. And then the other one is uh, 10x content, not to, to be um, confused with triple X content. <laughs> um, although that will drive traffic. Yeah, and it's more fun. Much more fun. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into the news, shall we? Let's switch to Chrome. Oh, look at that, that beautiful baby face. Look at that guy. Right, so <laughs> Google says, don't build links from Google Sheets. <laughs> um, 
So I imagine, so John Miller, who's the new Matt Cutts, we should talk about Matt actually. Is this the guy that you spoke with previously? This... No, um, that was John. Okay. Another, Google only employs people called John now. Um, are you trying to build a relationship? <laughs> do something useful instead. Right, so this, I, I've seen, so I, I keep tabs on the guys in the black cat community, and one of the things they've been doing for ages is using Google properties either as a proxy or as a site to build links off of, and it does work and it does pass page rank. Nice. Um, but, yeah, so John Miller there quite clearly saying, do something useful instead. So. Yeah. In terms so, of tactics, don't don't try and so do that's pointless. So, you have what? So, is it literally linking out from a Google Sheet to your site? Yeah. So you'd go on Google Docs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go on Google Docs because it exists create, on Google. Yeah, but account. you know you can publish to web. Right. So that you can that you can then get it indexed. So <laughs> what you would do is you would publish your sheet to the web or your doc to the web. And then you'd get a fiber gig or point one of your dodgy PBN links at it, and nice. then it would index it. And then there's a domain authority gazillion <laughs> point to you in theory. Nice. Um, I'm sure it works. Why don't they stop it? Or do they not? I just don't think they can. Follow it. them. Does that work? It's a good idea. Maybe we should experiment. Uh, <laughs> private, private project. Yeah, obviously. private, private, no client market. Um, Right, testing new local inventory ads in place of local pack. So this to me is really, really interesting. Reason being, I'm going to Edinburgh at the weekend. It's my mate Boydie's uh, 30th birthday. Boydie, a.k.a. Mark Boyd, um, of a company called Transparent Digital. If you go to transparentdigital.com, you'll see it's a fantastic uh, search social build agency. Uh, up in Edinburgh. Um, so I wanted to buy him something for his birthday that was in a particular store there that's, that's unique to Edinburgh. Was it a diamond three-star engagement ring? It was a diamond three-star engagement <laughs> ring. It was, actually a, it was actually a Vera Wang 14k white gold engagement ring. Um, so 350 quid feels cheap for an engagement yeah. ring, doesn't it? I feel this is Photoshop. Engagement rings are thousands, aren't they? Compared to the other one, it does. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> I had to phone a bunch of guys and you get some Egypt in the uh, store and be like, oh, wait a minute, I'll need to go and check. And it's 10 yeah. minutes. And so I'm not sure. Just come in and I'll try to explain I'm in London. If you just showed me the stock and then let me click to reserve, that would be pretty pretty epic. Yeah. I think you, so this, and this is all paid as well. We don't do any local whatsoever. It's all... It's all brand terms, so we really go like brand yeah. stuff, even fun. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to that rolling out a little bit more. What's watching so that's ad. That's not. Yeah, these are sponsored. Oh, okay, search engine lag. It's watching a YouTube video about survivalism in the woods or something. Yeah. And I started seeing these ads coming up talking about pots and pans and, and knives and things, like in the video. Well, not in the video, but below on the on mobile. And I thought, is that? Being pulled in, has the user set that? But I thought that was pretty cool. That would be uh, GDN, wouldn't it? That would just be uh, Google Shopping, that would just be product feeds again. 
trust and all that. Yeah. yeah. Things that were mentioned in the video. Yeah. Just. Is it like is it based on the relevancy of the video? Is it the, the user has chosen that it's outdoor related, or is is yeah. Google seeing some sort of contextual thing from the content of the video that it's you know an outdoor video? survival video in, in the woods because it was all like pots and pans and specific things for that would be relevant to that video I don't know whether it would be Googs mm. doing that or I think the that guy would be, I think that would be Googs yeah. for YouTubers Googs. I don't think it would be because if they're trying to get stuff because they always list affiliate links on the descriptions mm. but then if you see something within the video that Google also saying you know click here then the YouTuber won't get the commission for that that's just yeah. the AdSense, isn't it? That's just the oh, YouTuber's that, AdSense. Is that YouTubers? So yeah, not... so the way that works is, is, all that is is when, so from our side, we would, when we're doing just AdWords, uh, so you're being our paid person or more in this world, um, we upload product feeds, for example, and it's matched to um, types of searches and also keywords themselves. So. This, for example, live stream is going as people and blogs, which is obviously the wrong thing. Mm. But it will do close captioning on it and try and work out what we're talking about. And then it'll serve ads against that. You're laughing because you no one can understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, this, for everyone who doesn't know, this is Tossin, aka Super T. And uh, you put together the captions for our last video. No, Victor was doing it, but I was like helping out with it. Yeah. And. Yeah, it think whenever you say quantum, it thinks it's quantum. Quantum. Yeah. Well, we do quantum content. All right, we should probably skip forward so I'm not getting a bit late in the day for you guys. Um, voice users want more answers than fewer search results. Um, I think that's fair enough. Like, do you use voice a lot when you do? Yes. Yeah. I I use it, but I only use it for. Um, like when I'm in the house? Yeah, I use it when I'm out and about. You use it when you're out and about? Yeah, yeah. As long as I'm somewhere do quiet. Your, do you have your phone? Yeah. I don't think it's bit. So we done a project with Sainsbury's and Google using... When Google Voice first came out, we built... Uh, we project managed the build of an app. Um, so you could go to your friends and you could use Google Voice to tell it ingredients and just tell you some recipes. Yeah. But apparently the word prawn... Prawn? Couldn't... It couldn't understand the word prawn. Okay, Google. Where do prawns grow? And what does it come up with? In the sea. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, farming freshwater prawns. Um, oh, so it understood prawn. Yeah, the manual for the culture of the giant river prawn. Alright. Freshwater so shrimp farming. They've absolutely nailed it. Well, that's pretty easy. Do you get any funny ones? I think we can we can get it to do. <laughs> like, I'm I'm always impressed with the. We were playing with that Alexa thing earlier on, and um, yeah, that was good. That's phenomenal. Oh, we should definitely talk about this. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, I know. We're of course talking about our main man, Matt Cuts, head of web spam. No more. Cuts, he's gone. I know. To be honest with you, I'm just glad that he's not in the Pentagon. Because <laughs> I think it was The Verge had a story like a couple of months ago and it's like Matt Cuss has left Google for the Pentagon and I'm like, oh, yeah. Jesus, do you want someone who is like, knew the inner workings of how 
yeah. most of the world gets their information yeah. to then be plugged into the government. Not that we can't see absolutely everything we're doing all the time anyway. Yeah. I always think that actually, like, if there's there's times where I'll just be like, coming out of the shower and walking to get a pair of underwear, and there's like a little opened window, but I'm not on the ground floor at that, so it's not like I'm flashing people. I'm like, there's a satellite that can probably see this. <laughs> <laughs> no? Zooming in on your p- pasty body. Yeah, and they need to be, like, they need to be high zoom for the yeah. CM, let's, let's be honest. Um, but yeah, to Matt. Goodbye, Matt. It's been, it's been nice. It's been good. Cheers. <laughs> Don't cheers more, it's bad luck. Okay. Um, yeah, interesting guy. It's got he, very quiet. Yeah, all I mean, those videos good. he was putting out a few years ago. Fair play to the guy. I mean, he wants to be a service to his uh, country. One of the things he says here is, like, the salaries are nowhere near the same, the resources are nowhere near the same. Um, what, for the government? Yeah, I mean, Silicon Valley salary versus, yeah. you know, he'd be rocking 400k plus Yeah. Um, with Google, and then you go to the government and you're on, Yeah. like, you get, yeah, you get a ham sandwich if you're lucky. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. The intrusive mobile interstitials does hurt. So I've actually seen mixed reviews of this. I, um, well, we have a client who, ser- <laughs> who serves intrusive mobile interstitials, uh, and their rankings are totally fine on mobile, mm. and have been since that came out. It was it the a couple of years ago? They were, talk- ago. They were talking. What? So it's actually rolled out now. Yeah. I remember they've been threatening it for a long time. There's been a lot of talk about preparing for it. It is, it is really annoying. Yeah. They are annoying. Yeah, yeah. They just shouldn't be there. Do you think it's... So do you think email capture counts as an interstitial or do you think it's literally an advertising interstitial? So, like, you can't access any content until you consume this advertising. If it's exit intent interstitial then that, I think that's fine, but when you first land on a page and then it just instantly hits you, I'll, I'll bounce straight away. You don't know anything about the website. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. don't read anything and it's like, sign up tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's asking too much to you soon. Do you have... I actually put my details on one of your sites. Did you? Yeah, we have them. Um, just because it works really well. But... I don't know, from a marketing point of view, it works, but from a user point of view, is it really annoying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of our retail clients were getting like several hundred people signing up to their email list Mm -hmm. from a pop up every single month. So they've now got, I think, just off the pot over the last uh, three years or two years they've been active for, um, yeah, they're up to like 50,000. Interesting. That's insane. 50,000 yeah. people, you can do all that damage. You stick that in a lookalike audience and you're rolling. Yeah. It's probably the more people you see it, the more people come to expect it. And the more they're, they're, you know, they're used to seeing it. So if they see an offer with 10% off if they enter their email, they might do it. But I think it depends on the business and you know, having something on a blog popping up. If somebody's Google something, that they want to search for, you know, they're, they're looking for something sp- specific and they land on a blog page yeah. and they're just instantly hit with a sign up and they don't know anything about it, that's no good. But if it's a business, like a, I don't know, a retail company which you know and you trust and then if you go to leave, it gives you an offer, 10% offer, then that's probably a lot more powerful. 
Do you? So I definitely put my email in there, but I've got a burner email that I put in. So I've got like my spam account and I've got my actual account. Mm. Do you guys put your main email in or mm. no? The crummy emails that I don't mind. And then you have your raw ones, like don't want any spam in, right? Yeah. yeah. But I put like valuable ones in my actual. Yeah, same. So, yeah. So if I really want to read something from a website, I'll put it into my actual email. Seriously? Yeah. Mm. But there's only like three or four sites. So. It, really, it depends, uh, yeah. Anyone who's doing good email. So I subscribe to people who do good email marketing. Mm. Um, Noah Kagan from uh, AppSumo. Mm. And as the site is okdork.com. Yeah. Um, sends really good. I, I sometimes just like going into people's funnels. Does everyone want just to see what they're doing? Has anyone uh, tried Neil Patel's funnel out? No, I'm sure it's pretty full on. It's a lot of pictures of him in pajamas. <laughs> what do you think of all that? Like, Playgirl bunnies. Playgirl bunnies? Yeah. Is that yeah. a new one? Yeah, I've seen photos of it's like, you know, these girls holding cards saying, oh, I can't remember what they are. It's like, um, SEO bitches and bling. No, it's like, I don't have to take my clothes off. Like, Neil taught, how many, how, taught me how to not take my clothes off for money. So it's really strong, like Rand commenting on Twitter and said to him like, but Neil, much. I don't think yeah. you should be doing this. No. You know, you're damaging the industry. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, he, did he, did he, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Good old Rand. Good old Rand. But that's, I mean, you know, he is, you just got to see his site to really, to, as a marketer, you can see that he's probably killing it. Like he's doing something yeah. really well. But, yeah, he's obviously, you've seen his, the, the name of his actual company. Called, oh, what is it like? I'm kind of a big deal. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's yeah. funny. Well, I think if you'd, yeah. you'd sit down for a beer, it'd be, be alright. Yeah, he's, yeah. I think he looked better with hair, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think he looked better before he shaved his head. Anyway, I'm not being mean about Neil. Yeah, I respect Neil. I respect Neil. I wonder what his ad spend is. That would be totally fascinating, wouldn't it? I think all these people were people from when they started, so they'll always read your blog. But to someone new coming in, they might think, oh, this was quite full of himself, right? Yeah. I suppose people buy into that, though, don't they? People love that sort of persona in marketing. Yeah, like, you know, oh, the Dan Bilzerian yeah, mentality. Yeah, like the, the power figure. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that works well in America. Yes. And probably works well in the UK as well. I think the anti-hero David Brent character does much better here yeah. than it would. Or maybe I'm just talking bollocks. I've been to America once in my life. That was just my basic Is there a UK observation. marketer similar to Gary Vaynerchuk or Neil Patel or any, anybody like that? Like the sort of the figure? I mean, Will Critchlow. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Um, <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's a lot more... Uh, classy, I suppose. A bit more yeah, it's a lot more sort of plummy British. You know, he's a. Yeah, I don't think we do the the same sort of. There must be super outgoing British guys. Apart from you, obviously, Ross. Apart from me, <laughs> I, t- I technically am a foreigner down here. The amount of people that have asked me to repeat myself because they can't understand a word that I'm saying is unbelievable. <laughs> Google closed captions as well. Right, let's. Move this towards the end. We've only one or two to go, and we're done. Uh, Snapchat will target us based on what people buy. Um, who here is on Snapchat? Um, 
I think one of the major reasons why we, we wanted to hire you in the first place was because your Snapchat game was phenomenal. <laughs> This is the end of Snapchat. Do you think it's yeah. the end of Snapchat? It's not. I'm being a bit extra, but I don't know. I don't like too much advertising on social media. That's why I don't go on Facebook. And that's why it puts me off Instagram. And then same thing with Snapchat. Then jump on the next thing, I guess. They've got to monetize, haven't they? They have to, but do it in a better way. What? Um, what's the next? So what do you use then with no advertising? Oh, I don't know. What's, what's that? that? Sap, I guess. Do you use House Party? No. Use musically. No. See, I've never heard of these, so I'm obviously not with them. Maybe that too well. I, I, I barely, I've looked at them, but I don't use them. This is just knowledge stole straight off of uh, my marketing idol. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Gary Viner joke. <laughs> um, yeah, so if they're going to be doing it based on what people buy, now they say that. The way the Facebook data works is they've got those share buttons on about, was it 10? There's 10 billion views, not 10 billion sites, but there's 10 billion views of Facebook like buttons. So they're ca capturing all that data. So if you're on ASOS, they know you're on ASOS, they know what page you're on, the whole thing. So it's really easy to target people based on that. So that's why that works so well. Snapchat is buying it off of Oracle. Mm. How do they link that with your Snapchat account? At email addresses. It's a process called hashing. Oh, that. So they're like, they'll buy, so Axiom do it as well, where they'll buy credit cards data and they'll buy telecoms data and then they'll try and match your, you know when you go to full contact, for example, you can stick people's information, like you stick a Twitter handle and you get someone's email, their LinkedIn, yeah. etc. You can do that with financial products, so whatever, you know, email or phone number you've given to your bank or insurance company or whatever, that's your terms and conditions, they just sell that information. Mm. And the major buyers of that are you know, advertising places. I think it will do really well. I think that as long as we can keep it to uh, video based, I get targeted a lot of Calvin Klein mm -hmm. stuff. Right. Do you ever see the Calvin Klein ads on Snapchat? Do you, I don't actually remember the, the um, adverts I see on Snapchat. Like, I always click past them. I'm like, oh, really? I, I click by the That's interesting. I don't remember. I know I do get them because I'm on it every day, but I don't remember what it is. Do you get them at the end of people's snaps? Yeah, like just when you queue all of them up in one go, right? I don't know. So, just don't know. Sometimes you just get them at the end. So with Facebook, Bob the Builder can set up a page and target people very specifically based on an action or based on an interest. Yeah. Does will Snapchat be the same? Does it rely on you having a presence, or does it only lean itself more towards? massive brands who have already got that huge following and presence. I'd say it's a brand play, definitely. Um, uh, for, for those direct response ads, I'd say it's a brand play. Um, unless, yeah, I mean, unless you've got some e-commerce store and it's like, it's, it's because of the feeling of Snapchat, it's like behind the scenes. Yeah. It's almost, you know what it's like actually, it's like pre-recorded live video, which I know as a sentence doesn't make sense, but it is all live and it's like kind of candid. Mm. The only thing I'm that sure I that's that I watch on Snapchat is, you know, there's like, there's other ones as well, like whenever there's an event, like a sporting event, I'll sit down and watch the whole Snapchat feed of that, mm, right. because one, it's it's not live live, but it seems more live and it yeah. kind of fits with what I'm trying to do there. So like, if I miss, if I miss a match of the day, I'll watch like the football feed on there, but I won't go into the, have you seen the weird like magazine ones? Yeah. I, I won't bother with that 
but yeah. Was that taste made or something like that? Some of the content is just absolute, like brain dead dross. Um, it, it honestly, it massively is. Um, yeah, can you recognise Retro Kim? Kim Kardashian. Yeah, there's always a Kardashian on there. Instagram star proves how photos can be misleading. Nobody cares. Uh, more headache, heartache, grief for Louis. Who the mm. fuck is Louis? Hey, it's that uh, it must, they must have a really young audience on Snapchat because everything, mm. all the news is just directed at them. And it's really and, like chop, chop, yeah. like short bits of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff on there. Snackable <laughs> content. Snackable <laughs> coming from our main man. Shout out to James. Let's just make the content do <laughs> it that way rather than trying to follow what you're buying or I don't know. Yeah, I just no. seems like they're killing it. Yeah. All right. What's next up? Instagram now lets you live stream because we don't have enough live stream in our lives. Who has used the Instagram live streaming to date? I've seen I've it. Used it. I, mean, I haven't used it. I'm not outgoing not, enough. Uh, I'm more of a consumer rather than a... You're a voyeur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hiding in the bushes. Um, I have not used it either, so I have absolutely zero opinions on it. Um, that being said, live video in general... I reckon we're going to get to a place where, you know, if, what's a popular TV show that you can't binge on? Mm. Uh, what was the thing with Anthony Hopkins with the cyborgs? Yeah, so unless you're slightly naughty and you proxy things and download them, not pointing any elbows at anyone. Um, <laughs> but the um, Westworld, for example, you had to wait, right? Yeah. So you, you couldn't... Um, just download and binge it, you had to just wait for one after the other. Mm. And that was on a particular channel. I think you're going to get live shows and news tune in at a particular time. So for example, like the 9 o'clock news, I think eventually you will go to Facebook for the 9 o'clock news. Or I think Facebook will do a deal with the 9 o'clock news. So stream live at that time. And exclusively to them and not to... Well, Facebook or Instagram, but and not to another, not to Ustream, for example. Mm. Um, and I can see more. I think the Super Bowl, the classic example. I wonder where that'll be live streamed to because if you think about the physical media impressions you get off that, like my Facebook feed when I go home and I'm looking at it, I actually look at it on my television. Mm. I watch all YouTube on TV as well now. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. So I saw. It's getting there. There's a Trump inauguration. Thing like a live stream on I can't remember what the channel was A Z News or something was a Facebook channel I, I follow and it's multicam live it's like a, like a proper show yeah and they're already doing that but yeah the idea of tuning in at a certain time like with that live feel would be pretty cool like regular programming yeah so when I done a bunch of live Facebook stuff some I completely fucked up and for example you couldn't see the could you yeah, mate. Pop me again. Too much for Chrissy to do. Pop me again. Yeah. There we go. Look at that. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> you did that too much. Um, yeah, so doing the Facebook Live thing, I have about two, three hundred friends on my Facebook, and the video we put out of like a news thing, it was a behind the scenes of doing marketing news, and it got like twelve hundred views, hmm. and like multiple shares and tons of comments, but like how can a page with 300 friends 
blow up like that. And I think it's because you get a push notification, yeah. you get the bias to the top of people's feeds. And we're seeing that in the ads that we're running. So, like, is it you? You're running a bunch of Facebook video ads. Maybe. 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 Well, I've seen the analytics for one of our clients. So we're doing a lot more Facebook video. Um, one of them, who got picked up by Lad Bible and Viral Thread, ended up getting over 3 million people looking at the video. Um, we're like, yeah, we'll, we'll claim that as our victory. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> it was definitely us. Um, no, it, we were running video and we were getting views for like less than a penny, like 0.6 pence. So I think we, we got to like 60,000 people to watch the video and it cost us less than 500 quid. Mm. Yeah, That's crazy numbers. totally nuts. What is that like? So as a percentage, let's say it's 0.6 pence per... Let's see how much it would cost to, to advertise the entire What day. class is it as a view? Yeah. <laughs> is it three seconds? seconds? <laughs> yeah. Well, we then, we then retargeted people based on if you'd viewed more than 25% of it, and it was about half. So an impression would be a three-second view or just it showing? Because no, it would be a stop in the feed, and then you're... Because I see advertisements that I just scroll straight past, and I feel... That somebody somewhere is seeing that as an impression, but I have literally paid fuck all notice to it. Yeah, the Facebook metrics are a bit wank. Um, six pence, which is zero point oh dear Ross, zero zero six equals right. This is nuts for all of the UK to see a piece of content. So sixty million people. Guess how much that would cost? How how say so the numbers again? 60 million people. 16? 60? 60. 60. 60. Okay. Happy all Facebook. I've got calculations in my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 360,000 pounds. Now, to get a spot on a live sports show, you're talking between three and six for your 30 minute spot. Right. With no data, no analytics, yeah, just, no follow up. Just a visual. Yeah, you're getting your yeah. 30 minute push but the, the viewership isn't the entire country no the viewership is like 100,000 people 200,000 people yeah so it's a complete oh man I seriously can see a lot of TV money moving away uh, and jumping onto these kind of live things Definitely. I wonder if Super Bowl would oh. get into that because um, they so to stream an advert on TV it costs like 4 million dollars for 30 seconds at the Super Bowl, and all the ad, all the advertisers do that. But then, after the game finishes, everyone's going to go and see what everyone's talking about on social media. Mm. So if someone put an advert after on Facebook, would more people take notice of that? Should we, as a yeah. tiny company, try and hijack the uh, Super Bowl in some way or another? I don't think we could, but we should definitely give it a go. Talking about hijacking, amazing segue. How would you hijack? <laughs> <laughs> how would you hijack the not the inauguration because the CIA would kill us, but the 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 concept of it from a content production point of view? So big Donny, Donny T. Donny T's in there. He's he's live. Yeah, um, the big man. How would you? Look at that hair. It's yeah. It's illustrious. Junkies' Pantene Pro-V. <laughs> yeah. That's what he makes all of his money. It's in shampoo and endorsements. 
Um, how would you, or would you just decide not to jump on the back of big events like that? So I know we do a little bit of newsjacking stuff, usually around cultural events like films and things of that nature, not uh, political stuff, because I've never worked with a client who wants to get remotely political, Yeah. and neither do I. I want to be this vanilla yeah. as possible, unless it's talking about this absolute prep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, it can be a good play. It's fun as long as it's tongue-in-cheek and not too politically leaning. How would you do it? Oh, can you pass me that marker over for you? you see it? The one I'm thinking of. You're reading my mind. The orange one. Yeah. <laughs> so a really easy one. You can pretty much... There's the thing. You, you can... Yeah, so if you were for nice day markers, yeah. that's, that's an easy play, right? Or just a picture of, oh, of that. Well, you like... could just Photoshop them out of the... So there'll be some <laughs> landscape of the inauguration. And you can just... So, I mean, so when Obama was getting sworn in, the memes going around where, um, you know, there was... Um, I can't believe America is so racist. There was, like, a foot of glass between... Obama in the crowd just because he's black doesn't mean he's going to shoot everyone. Yeah. Like, those were the memes going about. Yeah. Um, what do you think they're going to be for Trump? I've not seen any trumpet-based memes. <laughs> Trump and trumpet, like they do. Yeah. What's his wife called? Um, Melania? No. Melania? Melania? Melania. 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 Um, so how would you hijack that? So let's, let's think of a random brand. Do you have a random brand generator? You could just be like this and do a best job. Yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be that one. The obvious ones are things like Cheetos. You could do that quite easily. Yeah. Or Frosties. Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Um, you could do the opposite and, and do... You know the filter things? When you do like a Trump filter, so you take all mentions of Trump off them. Keep it really simple. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that, no Trump. In your new speed like the anti-Trump filter. Yeah, so it's not political technically, it's just saying you don't want to hear about it. Nice. I literally have switched off like the amount the media is talking about that and Theresa May. I bet if I open up my Apple News right now, I'm be- I'm, I'm willing Trump. to bet that the first thing will be Theresa May. Oh, there we go. Fucking Donald Trump and Theresa May, the first two. <laughs> That's there. Watch live, the inauguration of Donny T. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, what are you going to do? I, I don't know. So I, I tend to stay away from this sort of hijacking unless mm. it's a really fun, kind of quirky, irreverent brand. Yeah. If it was something like, uh, oh, did you see AT&T in the States uh, used the anniversary of the Twin Tower terrorism attack um, and it was like a, it was fucking awful to sell a new phone uh, that they had and they like held it up to over like the Hudson River. Yeah. But they photoshopped in the Twin Towers onto the phone, but the second perspective from the camera, they weren't there. And it's like, you know, yeah. or remembering it with the new Google Pixel or something, you're just like, Bleh. wow, yeah, that's horrible, so horrible. I think, um, it's like impact. Yeah, there should Pure. be the threat of castration for people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got to the end. Thank God, they say it's, um, it's time to go home. What are you guys doing for the weekend? Anything fun? Quite one for me. Going out for a pint tonight. Where are you going? A place called the Admiralty in Clapham. Charing Cross. Charing Cross, nice. For a cheeky beer. Super and central. That's about it. Nice. What are you doing for you? Is it still on? 
It's still on. <laughs> you don't want the government. You don't want the government to know. I'm going here at this time. I will be. <laughs> no, I've just got dinner for us tonight. Ah, uh, where, where is it exactly? What no. time exactly? Are you going to be <laughs> what are you doing? I have no idea. Probably yeah, stay relaxed. Nice. I am going to be. I was going to say breaking my dry January. Well, oh. <laughs> um, I'm going to Edinburgh to my good friend's 30th birthday party. Nice. Uh, and I'm going to go up, I'm going to have a massage at a place called the Thai Castle Spa. That doesn't sound dodgy <laughs> at all. It doesn't sound dodgy <laughs> at all. And uh, then I'm going to go to the party. <laughs> and um, then I'm going to go to the clinic and get a VD shot. No, and we come back down, I've got eight hours on a train there and back. Ooh, any recommendations? Apart from the backlog of Whiteboard Fridays <laughs> to watch, what would you recommend? I'm watching a little bit of Startup at the moment on Amazon. Would you, any shows? It's got, you know, the guy that was in Martin Freeman? It was in the, the office. office guy. Uh, oh. Yeah. He's in it. Uh, it's an American, he's got an American accent. He's actually very convincing as an American. Um... Anything else you'd recommend? I watched all of Man in High Castle. Be I fair. Watched it. Be a fair. Be a fair is pretty good. Sounds a bit chick flicky. It's pretty good. What's it about? It's about, is it about an affair. It's about an affair. <laughs> but it's told from two perspectives. Right. So you've got his perspective, and in his version of the story, the woman is quite, you know, she's always super sexy and quite slutty and. You know, very. We I don't, don't use those words. In no, obviously not. No. <laughs> but on the on her side, same to the guys earlier. Like, she's more sort of emotional and a bit more vulnerable. Right. And he is more predatory. Right. So it's two skewed stories told from the present. I wonder if, if that was, very good. if that was my life and it would be me thinking I'm like <laughs> alpha male super stud, but I actually seems the other side. Yeah. Like, He's got a massive bit of spinach in your teeth. <laughs> Glasses are made, plaster around them. Talk, just constantly talking about SEO. And I wonder why I'm single. Anyway, I think we'll call it a day. Uh, have a lovely weekend, everyone. And we will yeah. see you same time next week. <laughs>